At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I'm fucking buying this $400 belt while my ass is wearing Target Gucci dupe <laughs> shoes. <laughs> That's the icing on the cake right there. (laughs) I'm literally wearing fake Gucci loafers on my feet as I'm buying a full-ass Gucci belt. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome. What is up? How's everything going on? It feels like it's been forever since I've seen you, but this week has just been god-awful long. Yeah, it's it's been been so busy. I've yeah. been working nonstop. Yes. I've been killing it at my photography game recently, you though. I've been booking so many clients. You guys uh, need to check out her uh, photography Instagram. Emily Elise Photo. Yes. Or I Emily, was like, I don't remember what it Emily is. EmilyElisePhoto.com. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. The website. <laughs> Go to my website, please, God. <laughs> Make it worth my investment. <laughs> yes, for real. No, I had a really long week at work, so uh, my sister came into town, and we just had an entire self-care day. Good. We, I mean, the self-care that we talked about, not always having to be like a, a face mask, but yeah, we had that kind it of self-care. face mask. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we got our nails done, we got Mexican, we went and bought new skincare products, um, I worked out for like an hour and then I did my new skincare routine and I'm like so proud. I feel like a real person. <laughs> so I wonder if we should do a skincare episode. Would that be fun? Let me know. Like recommend what yeah like I mean recommend products and yeah, stuff. Yeah I feel like I well I know so much about skincare. I mean it's what I one of my jobs. Yeah, I learned today I've been doing it wrong. (laughs) I've been doing the wrong order, and no wonder. No wonder I haven't seen any results. My skin does look better just Mm -hmm. in general, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, the mistakes that you were talking about, like, today, like, it's so common. Mm -hmm. I mean, not a lot of people know the correct order, and there's so many steps in skincare nowadays. I feel like that would probably be a good episode, like, that we could guide you guys. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm for it. Um, What about you? My week has been interesting it's funny you know how we recently talked about the dating your friends episode that we did one of my friends slid into my dms awesome yeah that's so fun uh i don't know how to feel about it he like messaged me i posted something on my instagram story about how this dude on one of my dating apps we were talking for a bit this dude also went to school with me and he was a couple, he was a, a senior and I'm in graduate school. So that tells you the age difference. But he messaged me being like, oh, like I see you do photography. I do photography too. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. He's like, do you do modeling? And a lot of guys have asked me this on dating apps. And like one, I know it's a fucking pickup line. Yeah. Two, some people genuinely ask because a lot of the photos on my Instagram and on my like dating profile are like, professionally like done photos because yeah. it's ones that like me and you do mm-hmm. um with an actual camera and everything and 
I was like, can you like, I just like do it casually, like nothing like serious or anything like that. And he said, would you ever be interested in modeling for me? And I said, I mean, yeah, sure. I guess like once we get to know each other, I'm like thinking online, but I said, yeah, sure. And he's like, cool. So I do boudoir photos and I'm yeah, like, no, sir, you are not hot enough to be asking me to be doing boudoir photos for you. <laughs> That's a hell no. And I just didn't reply. Actually, I did, and I said, mm, "That's not my style." And he's like, "Oh no, yeah." I was like, "Yeah, whatever." That's and so I funny. Posted that story on my Instagram stories, and my guy friend like replied to it. He's like, "LMAO," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." The worst part is he goes to school with us, <laughs> and he was like, "People at the school really be trying it sometimes." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, they do." And we started talking about that. He's like, "What's your spring break plans?" And I'm like, "Blah blah blah." He's like. Cool, do you want to get drinks sometime? <laughs> the thing is, though, here's the thing. Hannah, this boy has been, he texted me on Super Bowl Sunday. Like, this this is how long this has been going on. So, me and this dude, this dude's an actor. I really hope he's not listening to this. I don't think he I is. I hope he is. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, I had, like, wrote a web series uh, with my class back in last semester. So, back uh, around, like, October, November. And we had shot it. And around the end of November, beginning of December, and I was going to cast him as one of the characters. I asked him for audition and everything like that, but he had conflicts, so we didn't get to cast him. Mind you, this all happened like December. Mm-hmm. When this? When is the Super Bowl? Like February? Yeah, February. So he texts me in February on Super Bowl Sunday saying like, sorry, we, we never got to work together. It's a real <laughs> shame. I'm like, boy, it's been like two fucking months. From the minute he sent that text, I was like, "What do you want? What do you what want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? You want something? What's the underlying message you here? You want something?" And then he would reply to my Instagram stories and like try to like get to know me. And I'm like, if "You're gonna ask me out? Like, can you just do it already? Like, <laughs> can you just ask me for drinks so we can just get this over with?" Like, Thanks. God, like you don't. Have to, I know. Like, it's. I can just read it instantly now. I'm just like. I guess I'm going to entertain this conversation until he asks me for drinks. And then the other day he did. I was like, about fucking time. I don't really have personally any interest in this guy. Yeah. I, and it's not like I'm using him or anything like that. Main reason is because he's like 22. Mm-hmm. I'm turning 27 this year. That's the youngest I will have ever gone. I also am moving. So like, I really don't have any plans for a relationship at yeah. this point so i'm like what just drinks yeah. like one drink won't hurt um so we shall see yeah i'll keep you updated please let us know we should do a whole episode i, I told hannah i was like i will do a first date episode once i go on a first date again yes and give you guys tips on everything because yes. hannah doesn't go on dates anymore i mean <laughs> i go on relationship dates, you don't go, but on, I first don't go dates. on first dates yeah uh, I haven't been on a first date in over a year. You haven't been on a first... Have you ever been on a first date with anybody you don't know beforehand? Yeah. I mean, my ex. Oh, okay. But other than that, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you've never done a dating app either. And you want to do an episode on dating apps. Heck no. We'll just read my... Yes, we can do it. That was the heck no to being on a dating app. Because you set me up one time... Oh, it was such a fun experience. Fun for me. That was so anxiety producing. We'll just do a whole like Tinder trials. I just want you to read the pickup lines because they're oh, so girl, funny. I got Bumble. I got Tinder. I got Hinge. Bumble. I had to message first, so it's my pickup lines that I'm. We can out. okay. Here's the thing. We'll show them what not to do and what to do. Bumble gives you like ideas, and I support that. 
because you sometimes I ideas. can't think of anything. Yeah. And usually I'm like, I'm praying you have a dog in a photo that I can just comment on. Oh my god, I love your dog. Oh my god, what's your dog's name? Oh my god, your dog what kind and my of dog. What dog do you have? We does the dog part together. Oh my gosh. Usually, most of the pickup lines are usually around film because they see that I do film and they're like, oh my god, I love Quentin Tarantino. That is the quickest and easiest way for me to like just unmatch you like "Mm, bad choice nope nope it's a hard no for me hard no but when it comes to i feel like first dates there's one thing that i always avoid talking about and that is my financial dependence because i currently live at home my parents and it's really awkward to bring up my first dates but money in general, I feel like, is an awkward topic to talk about in dating. Money and dating, I feel like, can be such a taboo topic that people don't like talking about. And it's something that I feel like we should yeah. talk about today. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Your financial situation and your love life and how they shouldn't be so separate after all. So congrats, you're finally dating someone new and it's going great. Right now, you're probably somewhere in the talking stage and you're getting to know each other and you're maxing out your credit cards to try and impress them. Dates at that new bar, tickets to concerts, and flights to their plus one at a wedding can really add up. Putting an unfortunate tax on a budding new relationship. Even splitting the bill can get expensive. Money, budgeting, debt, credit score, and so on. These are all sensitive topics when it comes to first date conversations. We as a generation are growing up and we are getting more specific about who we are wanting to spend our time in life with. I think this is the right time to assess the things that are really important to us in a relationship other than hot looks or if he can play guitar. Usually he's the guy who ain't making shit. If someone you're seeing isn't financially compatible with the lifestyle you aspire to have or you feel like they would judge you with how you spend money, maybe they aren't the best fit. So why are we so afraid to talk about money? Let's talk about it. Seriously. Money is only taboo because we make it that way. While it may seem as though it's too early to talk about money, it's not. Yes, asking someone who you don't know all too well to start paying for things or complain about how they choose to spend their money obviously could put anyone off. We are here to give you a go-to guide on money, 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 money. Money. (laughs) So like Cardi B... (laughs) I was born to flex. Diamonds on my my neck. neck. Let's get these checks. (laughs) So how important is money when dating? When you get serious, money becomes everything. Money determines what you do for fun, where you go on dates, where you go out to eat, even when you move in together and where you decide to move Mm -hmm. to. So Emily, how do you handle money in relationships? Who usually pays for dates? So most... Like, 99% of the dates I go on, like, the guy usually pays. I always, like, I, like, reach for my wallet. I, like, I, like, I have no problem paying. I will say yeah. that. Like, I have enough money that I could pay for our dates. And I will say that when I am in, like, a relationship, like, when I was seeing the doctor, there were a lot of dates we would go on where I would, like, buy his drink. Mm-hmm. Um, We went to Dave & Buster's one time, and we made a contest. Like, whoever, like, won that, like, certain, like, would game buy the next- would buy the next round yeah. or um, just because like it can, those things can add up and everything. And if we're out like drinking, like I'll buy my round like one time, but most of the guys that I date, like they don't like when I pay, like they usually will offer it and 
will not allow me to pay. Mm-hmm. I will say I went on one date with one guy, and it was the only date we went on because I had no problem with the fact that I had to pay for my own drink that night. But, like, he never offered, and then not on top of that, he just ignored me the entire time and, like, kept looking everywhere. Yeah. I was like, okay, I already paid for my own drink, and now you're just not going to pay attention to me? Like, I'm, bye. Like, I'm not yeah. here for that. So that's really the only time that I've ever had to pay for my own stuff on a date. Uh, like I said, like, I usually don't mind. Like I went on a date with that guy in Austin, Texas, and he bought the first round. And then he's like, uh, do you want to do, do the second round? Like that kind of thing. Because it was a very casual, like two people who are not from the city, like traveling, meeting mm-hmm. up kind of thing. is super, super casual like that. So like I didn't mind those yeah. moments. How is it with you though in your relationships? Blaine always buys... Except for, like, when I occasionally will, like, spoil him. Like, mm-hmm. on his birthday, um, I took him out to dinner and paid for it. This year on his birthday, I took him snowboarding. On Valentine's Day, he forgot his wallet. So I just, I was like, but we've been dating for over a year now. Yeah. And so, like, I occasionally will pick up food and, like, go go hang out with him or vice versa. Like, it's not, it's not so much, like... You break even. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like he needs to pay all of the time. Yeah. But he doesn't like for me to pay. Yeah. Or if like I pick up food, he's like, I'll pay you back. I'm like, no, just get it next time. Like we're getting we're getting to a point where it's there's no point in us keeping tabs tabs on who owes who. And I'm mm-hmm. not really like that with my friends. Like if I get a friend's coffee, I know they'll get me next time. Like it's not mm-hmm. unless it's like concert tickets or like something where it's like, mm-hmm, I can't really get you this time, but like how like I was like I was I wanted to buy you Lynn and Stella tickets yeah, for yeah, your yeah. birthday because I bought you I bought you Banks Banks tickets yeah, one year. One year. For your birthday. And I really wanted to buy her Lynn and Stella tickets because it was like the concert, like the sale was right near her birthday. I was like, oh, I could. But I can't right now. I know. So, like, yeah. Was it was, so it was kind of a pricey concert. But like, but yeah, he usually pays for the most part, especially when we were like first starting out. Like I didn't mm-hmm. drop a dime. And not because I can't, because I can. I make mm-hmm. enough money to financially be able to pay for both of us yeah but he just likes he likes to do it and he enjoys doing that and then like i said occasionally we'll like split the bill but we really don't do that often yeah it's mainly like if i pick up food to go on my way over to hang out with him then i'll grab it and there's no point in being like hey give me 20 bucks like that's that's just weird well no no absolutely i get that (laughs) i i will say there's multiple times where like if I'm the one asking the guy out like mm-hmm. for a date, like with the doctor, I asked him to go to this um, film gala with me for a film festival, and I asked him to be my plus one, and I had no problem like going that night paying for my drinks. I expected to pay for my drinks. There wasn't really many there that I wanted to have to begin with. I knew yeah. I didn't want to get drunk, so I was like, I'll pay for my own drinks. It's fine. But he like refused. Like he was like, no, like I brought cash specifically for this and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine, and. I remember that same night I didn't eat <laughs> beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> because I was I, I can't remember why. I think I was rushing or something, but I didn't eat beforehand and afterwards we went and got pizza and I only asked for like one slice. Yeah. And as soon as we got back to his apartment, he was I like already devoured it by the time he got out of the shower and he was like, Do you want my slice? And I was like, No, I'm fine. He's like, I could have got you a whole pizza if you wanted one. I was like no, it's good. Like, I don't ever like asking for a lot. Yeah. I will never, like, suggest, like, a second round of drinks. Like, I usually wait for them to be like, do you want to get another round? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, 
I try to not seem like greedy or needy. Like I'll get water at dinner. Like oh yeah, I think, no, I get sweet tea. I'm like giving that sweet tea. Well, I will say when I went on a date with the thirty year old musician, I went. And we got drinks. He paid for my first drink, and then we went and saw a movie. And he was getting alcohol so i felt okay to get a glass of wine at the theater and he got popcorn and then afterwards we got pizza and he got another alcohol and so i felt comfortable getting another glass of wine and then we went and got another drink and i was like this is adding up Mm -hmm. like i noticed that when we're out on dates and i feel so bad sometimes like when me and the doctor we went to dave and buster's like that was a 90 dollar date because he Mm -hmm. kept buying more tickets and i'm like you know we don't have to keep playing we can go back to your apartment and hang out or do something like i just kept noticing how much money he was spending that was one thing it was always interesting because he when we first started dating one thing that i always am like hesitant to bring up and i think we brought it up because we went on our first date and uh, i i really liked him and then we made plans for the following friday to go out but between those two Fridays, he wanted to hang out again. He wanted me to come over and watch Big Mouth at his apartment. And originally, he thought he was going to come over to my place mm. and watch it. <laughs> the little laugh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you can't ever come over to my place. I live with my parents yeah. still. And I'm like always, I don't know why. And I have like dissected this with my therapist. I was like so nervous to be like, yeah, I live with my parents. I don't know why. I feel like there's such a like. There's not a judgment on it. Like, so many people our age live with their parents still. But yeah, because I, our parents are awesome, and yeah. they're just like, we want to help you. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I I always feel like I, I hate not being financially independent. Same. Yeah. So I always feel weird. It's like, oh, yeah. Especially when there's, like, younger people. Like my sister. Like, my sister's moved out and moved to Charlotte, and she's doing the thing. And yeah. I'm like... Uh, I feel behind. I yeah. just don't have any like I'm. I'm still like in my new job, still waiting to, for that like solidity in my paycheck. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know how much I'm gonna make mm-hmm. each month to be able to decide where I want to live. Like yeah. that's my goal is to like see a month where I'm actually making consistent money and then decide. Okay, this is my budget. This is kind of what like I don't. I don't have that yet. So I'm just like, Ugh. no, yeah, I yeah, get that. yeah. Trust me, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> me moving to LA, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, but I I brought it up, and he was like, I mean, I don't have a job, so I mean, I like, I hope you're not weird. I, he's like, I don't care if you live at home with your parents; it's fine. You can come to my place. I don't have a job, so I hope that's not a deal breaker for you. Yeah, I mean, granted, he came from money, so yeah. he was never hurting for money. Like his mom and his dad, his stepdad, like always like gave him money and everything like that. Um, he was in med school, so I mean, like, yeah, like, he was never hurting for money. Right. So that was never an issue. And most guys that I have dated, I'll bring that up. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can't come over to my place. Like, I live with my parents. They're like, well, that's fine. Like, you're always welcome, like, over here. Like, they never make a big deal out of it. And honestly, most of them are like, no, that's, like, smart. I wish I would have done that longer because, like, I, you save so much money. And it's probably, like, easier for you to go to grad school and not have to be so worried about yeah, making pay for rent. a living yeah yeah and i'm like yeah fair enough good point so that's always been like a like a touchy subject for me especially i feel like it's touchier when i date older guys younger guys who are still in school like it's not as 
awkward, I feel like, because... Yeah, they're not, they're not in our place, so yeah. they don't even know how to compare yeah. themselves. But when I'm like, oh, I'm turning 26... Yeah. I'm like, well, it's like, oh. <laughs> I I have been talking to this guy who's 34 years old. Like, that, it's like you have a whole ass life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so financially independent. Like, it's like I have not. I still feel like a child sometimes because yeah. I still live at home with my parents. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm turning 27 this year because, yeah. like, the, being so financially dependent on my parents makes me not feel like I have taken, like, those big life risks and those yeah. turns, which is one reason why I decided to move to L.A. Because I'm almost like, no, like, I, I'm i not just cutting the cord. Like, we're, like, ejecting. <laughs> or eating across the eating across the nation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I cannot get more financially independent than yeah, moving to an entire different state across the country. So, yeah. I versus really- my moving, like, 15 minutes down the road. <laughs> It's fine. It's Whatever, fine. it's fine. Some of us have to take smaller steps. It's fine. It's totally cool. I'm literally crawling. <laughs> We're not even taking steps I'm here. I'm literally <laughs> running. <laughs> I'm in you a marathon. Eating. But, I mean, it, there's different strides for different people. Folk? Is I don't know what the saying is. I don't know. I was trying to make a rhyme. We're from the South. Like, I don't know. There's, don't know. I can't even imagine how many idioms we came up with. Bless your heart. Dear God. <laughs> But one thing I will say most, so if I'm dating someone who's super young, I d- they usually don't have a job because they're still in school. True, yeah. The ones who are older that I've dated, they don't ever have, like, high-paying jobs, I yeah. will say. They usually, like, have, like, you know, a normal, like, steady, they're not living their, like, lavish life. Like, they're very minimalist, yeah. hipster people. But ha- do you know how much, like, Blaine makes, like, your significant others in the past have made? I don't know, like, specifically how much he makes. Uh-huh. I know he makes I don't even know how much my parents make. <laughs> Little key, I don't even know how much my parents make. Yeah. I think I know how much my dad makes, but not positive. Yeah. But I don't know exactly how much. I know he makes more than me. And he he's, like, one to work, like, the holidays and get the, like, time mm-hmm. and a half mm-hmm. and work on, you know, when he works on Sundays, he gets paid more. Well, he's an engineer. Mm-hmm. Like, they're hardworking people. Yeah, he, and he's Capricorn. So. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so, not, oh, they, only they is love he, work. not only is he an engineer, he's Capricorn. <clears throat> they so love work. he loves working. Um, like, getting him, he'll take off for me, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, getting him to take off is, like. I have to be like, okay, so can you take the, this day off? And he's like, well, it's a Sunday. I'm like, oh my gosh. But um, past relationships, like when I was dating my ex, at the beginning of our, our relationship, he made more than, than me because I was in college and I mm-hmm. wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job in college until I was in graduate school and I had an assistantship. But when I was in grad school, he started at mm-hmm. school so he didn't have a job mm-hmm. and then as i graduated i made more than he did mm-hmm. i've never known like the specific amount and i don't really care to know yeah no yeah did I, you ever talk about money though with my ex with both with my ex he would make little like comments really when i got my real job about how like now i could like spoil him and take him out because i was making the big money and i was just like that like really turned me off because i was like Weird. not once did i ask you to pay for anything no, for me absolutely. and not once did i ask for your lavish gifts that you threw at me like i didn't ask for that didn't want that mm-hmm. and so like 
kind of turn was a turn off. But me and my current boyfriend, yeah, we've been talking about money. We've been talking about like what we want to put our money into. Like we both love traveling. Like yeah. we're very much like experienced people over like material items people. If my high school me heard me say that, she would literally snicker. Is that what the word is? Snicker? <laughs> is that it? It's the opposite of me. It's for she sure. She would literally cackle and be like, okay. Because I like, when I was in high school, like I was very preppy. Like I wanted all of the like, I mean, I had a freaking Lily Pulitzer graduation dress. Do you want to know how many times I wore that thing? Once. Because I it had, because that. it had sailboats on it. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> like What? So, but like now, yes, I, I like to spoil myself, but I am more cognizant of like what I spend my money on it. And I would rather like experience things than buy like really expensive handbags. Meanwhile, I have like a fucking like Gucci wall, like Gucci belt. Yeah, but like, that, like that's Saints where we jacket. differ. Like you, you love, you love fashion and I you like love, seeing my yeah, money in like, my closet. I like seeing it with my eyeballs <laughs> one time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we went to, I'll never forget last summer, we went to Charleston. Yeah. And I was like, I'm I'm buying a Gucci wallet. Like, this is, I really want this wallet. Like, I'm going to go buy it. We walked into Gucci. I'm like, I want this. I want the Marmont, like, card card wallet. And Hannah's just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, this is, this is like a process. <laughs> like, you can't touch anything because it's all connected to the podium yeah, thing. Yeah, because it's like thousands of dollars. And then they like pull it out of the box with their like gloved hands. Oh, I'm you just should, kidding. You should have... <laughs> the Charleston store was like, like no one like ever hardly goes in it. Like it was very like... Yeah, it was like us and like one other couple who yeah. and like the the lady had on like Gucci shoes and like yeah. she was getting like a Gucci scarf oh, thing and honey, I was like, wait, what's honey, happening? The best moment of my life is I go into Fifth Avenue Gucci, which is the one you should have gone in with yeah. me. Just seeing me and my mom in a Gucci store is just a trip for one. Yeah. Because, so when I got my Gucci belt, uh, which was my first Gucci purchase I ever made, and I don't regret it. I still love that belt. And I am very cognizant of what... I do a ton of research before I buy very expensive things. I yeah. really make sure that it's something that I know I can be passed down, it's worth the value, and then I blah, 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 all the details. And I really wanted the Gucci belt and the one that you see all the bloggers wearing and they had the size I needed, the color, everything. We go into Gucci and like, I just go into expensive stores. I'm like, like, I, I belong here. Like, that's the whole thing. that And there's so many people I feel like they go into the stores and they're like, oh my god. I'm Me. like, no, like, <laughs> you act like you belong there and people will just take you seriously. I'm fucking buying this $400 belt while my ass is wearing Target Gucci dupe <laughs> shoes. <laughs> That's the icing on the cake right there. (laughs) I'm literally wearing fake Gucci loafers on my feet as I'm buying a full ass Gucci belt. And they like bring you steps. They bring you champagne and everything. Like after you buy I purchase there. And they're like, our new um Hokator line is back here in this room. You should go back there and sit on it and just look at it. Like just be around it. I'm like, I'm amazed by it. Like I'm just like I because I love fashion and I'm just like, oh my god, drinking Prosecco at Gucci. That's what my mom kept saying. <laughs> my, mom, dream. my mom posted on Instagram story. She's like, we're drinking Prosecco at Gucci. I'm just like, oh my, oh my God. God. I'm Teresa. Dead. I'm dead. <laughs> While I'm over here in Charleston, like, when can we get the guy with the bike so we can <laughs> ride through town? <laughs> but no, like, I, I am very much a materialistic person, and I know that about myself. And it's just because I... I 
I if I was not in like acting yeah or like in film or anything like that like one thing I would love to do is fashion design and so I have like I've been the girl who's been buying like Vogue since she was like 12 years old and knew what Vogue was and everything yeah so it's just been something that's been a passion for me and it's really interesting to see because I depending on who I'm dating like, I will show that side of myself. Because it's, like, a real side of me. Yeah, that, like, it I, truly is. I don't yeah. like hiding. No. And I notice, like, when I date, like, these more, like, hipster kind of guys, <laughs> it yeah. feels weird because it's, like, not, you can tell they don't give a shit about what they put on their back. Like, they're usually fashionable, but they're, like, oh, I went to, like... I thrifted this whole I outfit. this whole outfit. And I'm like, wow, how did you do that? Show me your ways. Because <laughs> I find nothing. I have nothing wrong with thrifting. I love like, thrifting. love thrifting. But I'm just like, don't hate on me because I went out here and bought this $200 wallet that I That need. will last you forever. Yeah, and I can pass well, it Well, maybe not forever, but. Well, I mean, it's genuine leather and I can literally give it to Gucci to fix and they'll fix it for free. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. Gucci so. all the way. Yeah. But, I mean, I've no, I've been this way for a very young age. And so when I was dating the doctor, like, I didn't feel like I had to hide that side of myself because yeah. he came from money. And, like, his mom, like, like his mom had designer stuff. His mom, like, had has had plastic surgery. Bitch, like, would inject herself with Botox <laughs> regularly, he told me. And I'm like, I want to meet your mom. <laughs> then I found out other stuff about her, and I was like, oh, I don't want to meet her. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. But I was like, cool, so I can show this side of myself and you're not going to get weird about it. Mm-hmm. I felt like I would like wear like more like nicer things around him. I would dress really, really nice. That's another thing too. Like I like dressing up yeah. and dressing nice. Yeah. And when I date these hipster guys, I feel like if I dress that way, they're like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I also feel like another thing, like when you're dating somebody, it's like, kind of interesting to talk about money and talk about like how you spend your money so that Mm -hmm. you can kind of gauge like what that person enjoys dropping money on Mm -hmm. because like some people like to drop it on experiences some people like to drop it on fashion Mm -hmm. but like that's that's something that you can learn about your partner that you may not have known otherwise Mm -hmm. and like I feel like that's really interesting because like I definitely shop way more than Blaine does like he you shop more than me sometimes honestly. sometimes I shop more than you <laughs> sometimes I find myself at like Aerie way many way more times than I should like I should be like I went to like, H&M and Aerie today I'm like bitch like you were there last week <laughs> just because I go doesn't mean I buy anything <laughs> but like but like I like to shop yeah and that's just something that I like to do I don't go like every weekend. Sometimes, just kind of depends on the mood. <laughs> like just lately, you've just, been like, a little stressed. Lately, I've been a little, like stressed. So, um, but like he doesn't spend his money. Like he would rather like spend a bigger chunk of money on like a, a piece of equipment or like this like I don't even know what it is thing that he can create something with. I don't know, like an engineer guy. I really don't. Okay, he he had me try to pick him up something in Target one time. He said, can you go see if they have this contraption thing? And I was like, you're going to have to send me a picture because I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I was like, yeah, I don't see anything here. I didn't even go look. Because oh I was God. like, I have no idea where to even I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him all that. I'm going to send this clip to him and let him know that you're a fraud and that. Literally, I'm a fraud when it comes to that because I'm like, yeah, I'll go look for the thing. That sounds, yeah. No, I... That's one reason why I think I like dating guys who actually, like, care about, like, yeah. how they dress yeah. and fashion because they usually are the ones that 
won't like care if I like how I spend my money usually and I'm not afraid to be like oh hey like yeah I like going and shopping and doing all these things right yeah and I yeah like you're not gonna judge me because I spent $60 on foundation (laughs) yeah no seriously I was I was actually talking about this with one of my really really good friends who's about to get married um in a couple in a couple weeks oh my gosh that's crazy really weird she's like a little like sister or best friend mm-hmm. to me but she was telling me how like net like when we were in college we would go to our mall <laughs> it had like that two, was not a mall like, i'm sorry that was like not an a old, mall. it had an old navy and a tj maxx okay y'all it was terrible that was a parking lot <laughs> literally that would flood <laughs> that's just the icing on the cake it was like a belk there, there was a panera an old navy a TJ Maxx, a nail salon, and a Bath and Body, and I maybe a JC Penney or so a Macy's. Cul-de-sac. So basically nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but we would go there all the time, just like go to Old Navy, and we would just like shop and like get our nails done. Like we would just spend money frivolously yeah. all of the time. And recently, I, I, we were, I like ran into them at Airy because that's where I am all the time now. <laughs> Airy, please sponsor please us. Sponsor me, Airy Real. Oh my god, I would die. I would literally die. I'm literally wearing an Airy sweatshirt. It's fine. I'm wearing Airy sweatpants. <sighs> See, Airy, come on. <laughs> um, but I ran into her and, and I and I was like, yeah, and like a, I had like arms full of things I was buying. I think I dropped like two hundred and fifty dollars that day. No lie. And um, I have never spent that much money at Airy. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I, I also got jeans from American Eagle. Well, they're connected. Oh, so yeah. But uh, she asked me where I got a pair of leggings, and I was like, oh, they're in the back. And her fiance was like, oh, oh. Hannah. And I was like, oh, sorry, I'm just an influencer. I was like joking with him because oh he's my he god, hates, he literally hates the whole like influencer thing but um she was like yeah like we're trying to like discuss our purchases before we make them now because we're about to get married and i was like whoa that's That's like something that you have to do one day like a joint bank account and everything yeah yeah yeah, like do you do you combine do you not like i always say i don't know i've i've always said a, a girl should have like a separate bank account for herself so she could like with enough money where she could leave her guy like at any moment if she needed to yeah i've always said that yeah and that's been like one thing that i've always wanted i'm like why do we have to have a joint bank account like we don't yeah. or you could have a joint bank account and then like you said like a savings or something yeah. well because i always have women that come into work and they're like can i pay like this much in cash and we put the rest of my cards to my husband doesn't know i'm like bitch you shouldn't have to have this yeah. from him yeah. like you are treating yourself you will make yourself more beautiful he gets to enjoy that no he should not complain <laughs> Yeah, but it was just something I hadn't really thought about, I guess. No, absolutely. I'm like nowhere near that like mindset right now. And so I was just like, huh, you're talking about what you, oh my gosh, that means you're not, oh my gosh, you're not spoiling yourself every week. Yeah. Like, does that mean I'm going to have to limit my coffee intake? Because that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> How dare Blaine ever stop that? I know. I mean, when I was in New York with my mom, we went to Zara and she offered like to buy me some of the stuff that I was like looking at and everything. And like, she told my dad afterwards and I was like, Oh God, no, he's just like, I don't care. Like, I just want to know like, okay, but I got a question for you and then we'll move on. When you were younger though, and your mom took you to the mall and bought you a bunch of stuff. Did she ever come home and be like, okay, we got to hide some of these bags from your dad. Absolutely. I want to be that mom that's like, all right, kids, I'm going to buy you some jeans. I'm going to buy you some shirts. But you can't show your dad. 
now I'm the I'm the girl that comes home and no one asks. And I'm like, okay, guys, let me show you what I got for Mary. <laughs> yes, okay, guys, let too. me show you what I got from H&M. I will literally, like, no I, one, no one asks. And then I'm like, okay, mom, here it is. And then I like, give a little fashion, fashion show. show. I still do that. And I'm 25 going on 26. I'm still like, okay, mom, let me show you what I got. It's almost like I need her approval. Like, oh, yes, that's awesome. Was this a good purchase? Did I make a good decision? <laughs> Did I make a good decision, mom? Oh, Should I return it? Blaine has no idea what he's getting into. Oh, he has no, no idea. idea. <laughs> no, I I still do that because I'll, I'll walk in with, like, bags sometimes, and they're like, but I feel like I need to justify the bags. Like, oh, I'm like, I've got, like, five bags. I come with Sephora bags all the time. They're like, why do you even get a paycheck sometimes? <laughs> they gave this to me. Shh. <laughs> just say that for It everything. was a gift with purchase. <laughs> so, have you ever made more money than the guy that you've dated? So, it's interesting. I usually, and I'm including the doctor in this because he didn't have a job. Okay. A okay. lot of the guys I've dated don't have jobs. Oh, okay. Interesting. And I, I, I worked all through college. Yeah. And I work now through grad school. I have two jobs now in grad school. Mm-hmm. And I've always done that because my parents, like, I'll be completely open. And my parents paid for my apartment in undergrad because mm-hmm. I, like, there was no way apartments where I lived were hella expensive and yeah. everything. Um, Rent and, is very expensive. Yeah. I lived at the beach. Like, yeah. My school was at the beach. So apartments there were already, like... They were, like, up to $1,000, like, a month. Like, it was ridiculous. And I lived by myself because I have trust issues. <laughs> Fair. Also, I just don't like people. And I had one roommate, and I was like, I can't replace her ever. Yeah. So I lived by myself, and my parents paid for my living, thankfully. I was a double major. Like, there was no way that I could ask them to give me money. Like, yeah. They were already doing so much for me. So I got a part-time job, and I worked that. And it was just, like, my money to, like, go and, like, treat myself. Like, go out and, like, get dinner or go to the movies with my friends and not have to be stressed about yeah having to cancel on people and things like that. Like, I wasn't working a lot, but it was just enough to, like... Let you social. do the extra... Yeah, yeah let you do the extra stuff. and pay yeah. for gas and groceries and things like that. Yeah. And now that I'm in grad school, like, I live with my parents. I work two jobs because I'm a lot more high-maintenance now. <laughs> and there's a lot of things that I want to do, but also it's... By living with them, it's helped me save money mm-hmm. for me to be able to move to California after I graduate. And if I had not lived with them, there's physically no way I would have been able to afford yeah. to move to California after graduation. So I deeply thank them so much for it. But nevertheless, like, I didn't make a lot of money, like, in undergrad, but I still made money. There were guys I dated then. There were guys I dated I worked all through high school. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as I could apply for a job at 16, I got my parents made me get a job. Yep. And I'm thankful they made me do that because <laughs> dealing with the public's the whole, a whole other story. <laughs> and yes, yeah. it gives you patience and it gives you manners, I think, and appreciation for a dollar. <laughs> like, like, they say that all the time, I feel like, but, like, it's so true. And... Just, like, making your first paycheck is so great. But I worked in high school. None of the guys I dated in high school had jobs. I worked in undergrad. None of the guys I dated in undergrad had jobs. All their parents just paid for them to, like, go live lives where they had trust fund or they used their savings or their, like, student loans or refund checks or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. My refund check goes to my rent. Mm -hmm. So I can't afford to do that. And I would feel weird because they would never want to go, like, do like they would never they would really want to go out to dinner 
Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't really want to go do things, and if they did, they would. I would feel bad because they would like save up or something, or they ask their parents for it. I'm like, this feels weird. Like, I didn't feel weird. I think with the doctor because I'm like, oh no, like you, you're wealthy. Yeah, so like it's different, and like you're not asking your parents for money. Like you literally, you can't have a job. Like you're in medical school. Like you have no time to get a job. So yeah, I understand why your parents would give you money, kind of thing. But he didn't care that I worked. None of them ever cared that I worked. And I I never felt like none of them took advantage of that. That's good. None of them. I always, like, offered to pay because I knew that they didn't have jobs. And I knew that it would be easier a lot of the times. But they would still, like, try their best to, like... Make, pay their way and everything. Have you? Do you you never. Yeah, you never made more money or anything like that. No, I was about to say. I feel like every guy that I dated like had a job. Yeah, and but like work. I've dated a lot of really hard workers, like yeah. people that have people that are like obsessed with working. <laughs> like what? <laughs> What's to say about you? <laughs> I don't know. Guess we'll see. <laughs> but like none of the guys I dated were like slackers or anything. No, like no, that. no. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean it like Some that. Some of just, the, some, mm, of, some them. of them, maybe. But the ones that I've dated recently that have had jobs are older than me. Yeah. Because they're not in school anymore. Yeah. And they worked a ton or they were deadbeats. Yeah. They're not thing. really an in-between. Yeah. Yeah. None of them lived at home, which was the bright side. I never dated a guy. Usually, that's the thing. Since I live with my parents, if a guy tells me that he lives at home, I know, I know, I know I'm a hypocrite. I will not date a guy if he lives at home. And it's, I know, it's like, I have no room to talk, but it's like, where are we going to hang out? Like, I'm not hanging out yeah. with you at your parents' house. I know you and your boyfriend do that. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I need some place to go. Like, I, yeah. need some, I need some place to go. And I was always refreshing when I dated the doctor be, or like any other guy it's because it was like oh i could go go spend the night at like his house for the weekend and it'd be fun and it'd be nice it'd be like a nice little getaway mm-hmm. and everything because i am an only child so my parents are always on me and i'm like i need a break yeah it's like having a, a clingy roommate sometimes i'm like i need a break yeah okay i want to go i'm gonna go to his house for the weekend yeah okay, kind of thing but how's it been for you since like you are now like trying to move out and everything he's also trying to move out you're trying to get like your own place how has it been kind of like trying to slowly figure out your finance because i know you're looking at insurance now mm-hmm. you're trying to slowly become financially yeah. independent it's how, how financially independent is he like do you know oh yeah i mean he play he pays rent to his parents oh okay um he buys like groceries like he pays for his car, he pays for his health insurance, he pays for car insurance. Like he, he he's my age. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty much financially in, independent except for the fact that he just still lives in his house. Mm-hmm. Um he wasn't he was living in Charlotte when he worked there before we started dating, mm-hmm. but their com- that company kind of just like collapsed. Collapsed due to some like issues and so it just made sense financially for him to move back home until he figured out everything at the time yeah it was just it was just a thing and so at the time it just wasn't like his girlfriend at the time was having health issues his mom's been having some health issues she's okay now but so there there just hasn't been a good time for him to break away make that jump yeah and he also is a very like anxious person person and gets in his head about things Uh and so i think it's just one of those things where he's just not really sure like where he wants to go what he wants to do he wants to make the right decision he wants to make the right decision he wants to be a capricorn he's a capricorn (laughs) 
<laughs> me, I'm like, I'm itching to get out, mm-hmm. but my change in job has kept me from it because my mm-hmm. goal was to move out in August after, a, like, I wanted to live at home for a year as I saved money. That was, that's been the plan since I moved back to the same town that I grew up in. And my parents thankfully were like, yes, live with us for a year, like, until you're ready to go. Like, they didn't put the year stamp on yeah. it. That was my doing. And then when the year was up and I started my second year in my job, I just kind of felt like something wasn't going Mm -hmm. right. And so I made a switch, which now my job is pay per visit. So what that means is I only get paid when I have a client in front of me, um, whereas my other was salary. And so um, as I've been building a caseload as a speech therapist, it's been a very slow start to what I'm going to be making consistently. Mm -hmm. And so... It's just put me but like months and months behind getting mm-hmm. to where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm having to get insurance, like I just don't really know quite yet what my budget is. And mm-hmm. so I'm trying to be smart about my decision as well, I yeah. guess. No, so. I trust me. I get that 100%. That's one thing that I, as a writer, it's fun to deal with because you always have the stick. Like I will have to have a day job for a long time until I'm staffed like on a television show even then like it's a constant you're always looking for the next thing because when if you are staffed as a writer on television show it's more steady income and you have minimums that the writers guild makes the studios and everybody pay you and everything uh if you are doing film writing or you're doing screenwriting that's a completely different field and god bless anybody who does that because it is not a consistent pay and you will have to have a day job like point blank until you become Tika Watiti or like Greta Gerwig and you, know, you were making like a ton of money like it's just something that you're gonna have to do and getting started on a television show you have that more steady income but if you know your show's gonna end soon you're like itching to find like the next show to get on mm-hmm. and so you have that more consistent pay whereas if you have a day job like you it's easier so that's always the thing that I have to worry about and everything like I will never have a steady income really yeah until I make be like become a showrunner and right. I'm producing a television show and I'm creating it and I'm Shonda Rhimes and I have all these empires and all these different Absolutely. shows <laughs> until I reach that level. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I have to constantly think about, which is why you see a lot of screenwriters like also professing and doing all those kind of things. Yeah. Which luckily with a master's, I can teach college if I want to. Don't really want to because I'm not a good teacher, I'll be honest. I can't teach unless I have a doctorate. That's stupid. Isn't it? I know. Most, that's really? And every, like every single professor at my school has been like, when are you coming back to get your doctorate? And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm in so much debt. Like, no. I don't make enough to, um, to do that. That's Thank another you. thing, too. Like, in curing on someone's debt. I think that's the right word. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what no that word idea. means. That was yeah, sure. <laughs> like, I am so relieved I am not with the doctor because he told me how much debt he was in by his first year of med school. Homeboy was at a private out-of-state med school that was his first mistake well he didn't get into any other well ones. i was gonna say it's really hard to get into med school sometimes when you're he, where you live he was a legacy and he still was waitlisted for this one so we'll just say that he got accepted so late like he already paid for his second mcat oh that kind of sucks <laughs> he deserved it it's fine <laughs> it's okay we can throw some salt in his wound it's fine, it's fine. but like he, I think, was, like, by his first year, like, was already $120,000 in debt. And I was, like, yeah, hard pass, not taking that on. Nope, nope, cannot afford that. Yeah. I mean, like, granted, like, 
he would be making like three hundred thousand dollars a year, like once he became like a full time doctor. But yeah. it's like I don't even want to know. Like that's about your first year. I don't want to know by like time you graduate. Yeah, what is it like ten years? <laughs> it's like four. You want to know what that makes me think of? Ten years later. No, but you don't watch SpongeBob, so she no. wouldn't get it. <laughs> like I'm sorry. If you watch SpongeBob, let me know. But like no, med school's only like four years. And don't they do like residency and stuff? Yeah, so it ends like, up being like ten years. Yeah, but that's not. Do they get paid for that? Yes, but not as much. No, it's like, like around fifty thousand. Oh yeah, they're just you know they're yeah. just really really hurting <laughs> at fifty thousand. Yeah, you do you know, four those, years of med school. God your last bless two years. Them. Oh my god, you do four years of med school. Your last two years, uh, your student doctor. Like right now, he is at he if he's passed his medical exams, he's at the hospital like working now. Awesome. So we're not going to that hospital anymore. And uh, <laughs> that's why I did my internship. It's a really great hospital. Sorry. I'm not if you go to the emergency room, I'm not gonna come see you. <laughs> Be like, is the coast clear? <laughs> Which is like walkie talkie. Like, okay, you can come in now. This is round see him. But no, you It's like, okay, you wouldn't remember your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to. <laughs> forget that all the time. Okay, anyways. Anyways. No, you do you do four years and you do, I think. Two years of residency. Okay. And then if you want to, like, specialize in anything. I should know this. There are doctors in my family. Yeah, just... there are doctors in, like, your job and your field. <laughs> I thought it was, like, a much, much longer than that. But... I mean, it is long. It's four years of undergrad, four years of okay. med school. yeah. It's eight years right there of school. So eight to and ten. And then you have two years of residency. So ten. And then if you have two more years, if you want to do a specialized, like, if he was to do, like, cardio... Cardiovascular? Cardiothoracic surgery. I can't say those words. Um, it's a specific open heart surgery. He doesn't want to just be a pediatrician? No, he wants to do ER. He wants to be an ER doctor. So, that's why I said, if you're in the emergency room, bye. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not. <laughs> knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> I just knocked on some, so. <laughs> so, I kind of, like, was really low-key hoping that was going to work out, though, in oh, the because end. of the debt. Well, like, I was hoping it was going to work out because... He was going to make $300,000 a year. Oh, okay. And as a filmmaker, I was like, ooh, I don't have to worry about having a day job, and I can just write films and, like, <laughs> I just... I mean, my professor, low-key, she's a screenwriter. Her husband's a doctor. She figured it out. It worked. For a long time, I thought it wouldn't work. Like, you don't hear of doctors and screenwriters, like, together. Yeah. She made it work. And I'm like, that, she got it figured out. That's what, what I was trying to do. dentist? No. You don't like teeth that much? Uh, you know I hate the like teeth. <laughs> I know. You like ate the mouth. I you hate, hate mouth sounds and everything. I hate teeth. I hate mouth sounds. I have a thing with people who have like texturized tongues. Have you never seen them? No, I don't want to. Oh, don't. Yeah, actually, yes, I have. I mean, I'm like a the, speech like therapist the and I worked tongues. in. Like, you know where they, uh, 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 oh, no. the No. Gre- the geographic tongues, that's what they're called. I had to do oral care in my in my grad rotation. Anyways, yeah. oh my god, mm-hmm. I'm cringing. Anyways, yeah. So if you like want to be a dentist, um, low key, you're weird. <laughs> Basically, sorry what's wrong to all with the dentists you? out there. What's wrong with you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but <laughs> so I was like low key. I was like mm, health insurance, three hundred k. I'm liking this, and then he dumped my ass. <laughs> so that dream went sailing. So now I'm just like hmm. I would have made more money than him anyways because I want to be a showrunner and I could be raking in a million a year. So that's what we're aiming for in this bitch. I feel like I need to switch careers. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take me years to get really started. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be hurting if I'm a staff writer. I think WGA minimums are like 
90,000, something like that. So, I mean, I'm not going to ever be hurting if I get staffed. So one thing I want to ask you, I'm really curious about, has like anybody like you've dated or like, any of your friends or anybody in general ever criticized you for how you spend money? Mm. Or like try to shame you or anything like that? I feel like probably, but not to my face. Okay. Because you know how like when you're in college, like – there's always those people that are like, I don't have any money. Like, I can't go to the bar. I can't go shopping. I can't go get my nails done. And then, like, Everybody you come in with, like, school? an iced coffee or you come in after your nails are done or mm-hmm. you just went shopping or mm-hmm. you went out for three weekends in a row. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get, like, that feeling that, like, you don't – I don't know. Like, it's awkward because yeah. – like I did have money that I, that I saved up from like working over the summers and, yeah. you know, like all that. And like, I was blessed that my parents like also paid for my living and, you know, I took out loans so that I yeah. could afford to live and do fun things. And like, you know, I yeah. just, I feel like maybe it wasn't to my face, but like the comments that they made about like how they couldn't participate or like, I, like at one point this just like came to mind, but like, I wanted to go skiing. Like, that was something, like, I lived in the mountains for six years, and no one would ever go with me because they didn't have money. Mm-hmm. And, like, that that comment was just thrown around a lot, and so it made me feel bad for even, like, wanting to go do things. I feel like you, your college experience is much like my graduate school experience. There's a ton yeah. of hipster. Oh, 100%, yeah. See, like, where I went to undergrad, it was at the beach, and it was, I mean, party, yeah. rich people, central. Like, yeah. a ton of rich people lived at that college. Right. And so the amount of basic bitches I saw wearing Lily mm-hmm. on a daily basis were ridiculous. But the, other than that, I mean, like, there's just a ton of girls there and guys who just had money and threw it away, like, all the time. And now where my ex, like, goes to, like, where he went to med school at and everything like that, that, that whole university, like, there are they so got many rich people there. <laughs> Like, I want to be friends with them because I'm like, I feel like I belong yeah. to be friends with you. That's the thing. Like, I feel like I was meant to be rich. <laughs> Honestly. I just, think, I just think of Big Little Lies. <laughs> if you watch Big Little Lies, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I just think of Renata Klein where she's like, I will not not be rich. <laughs> I will be rich. <laughs> so, yeah. I... I've never experienced it to my face either, but I I definitely feel the judgment sometimes from yeah. like people I go to school with, or like just even the like glare. Like ugh, I can't believe she come in with another fucking iced coffee. I mean, I have that same thought sometimes. <laughs> over there, like shaking the ice, and I'm just like, bitch. <laughs> I am that TikTok. Know. I'm literally that TikTok of like <laughs> swirling the swirl around and okay. stare at you. I'm like. We know. We know. We know. We know. You spend $25 a week on coffee. We know. <laughs> don't even try to act like you don't. Listen, I get a lot of gift cards, okay? But we want to kind of talk about how to exactly talk about money. I yeah. feel like no one's ever told me how to talk about money. I hate talking about money with friends. Like, if... It's, uh, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I just went on a bachelorette trip and, like... Me and the maid of honor were the only ones who were, like, kind of picking up the bride's tab. And, like, we love her to death. And, like, I'm not in a ton of weddings. I haven't been in a ton of weddings. And so, like, we were trying to spoil her a little bit and not make her pay. And literally we had to send a text to Mm -hmm. ask if someone would, like, cover her lunch or her, like, a $5 coffee. And, like, nobody did. And we still did it. And it was just so uncomfortable. Yeah. And 
I don't know. Like, that's just like, it shouldn't be that uncomfortable to have a conversation about money. No, I got real comfortable <laughs> with it after the what? The, we all know that we've heard the horror the story. Wedding. Yeah. The wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she asked me to pay a thousand dollar bridal shower tab, and I said, fuck no. Yeah. Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I am not. I am working part-time, two part-time jobs. I'm not in school anymore. Like, this is between undergrad and grad. And I was broke. I mm-hmm. was dirt poor. And I was like, no. Like, no. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's not my responsibility. Right, yeah. How dare you assume that I can do that or anything like that and then have the audacity to... Correct me on things that I would have the luxury to spend my, my own money yeah. on for myself. Yeah. And then we, I planned an entire bachelorette trip for her. And, like, the hotel was free because her sister-in-law-to-be worked for the hotel. Yeah. She got us free rooms. And we paid for her drinks. We paid for her meals. God forbid we go to do a paint and wine fucking session and we don't pay for this one thing. She says it to the other girls, and they Venmo to her, and they're like, sorry that they, they didn't pay. I was like, I paid for this whole fucking trip. You don't want to know how much I fucking paid for this entire damn wedding. I should be a sponsor. Like, put me on the damn program as sponsored by Emily Elise Burton. <laughs> I don't have money, and I have spent more money on this wedding than I probably would for my own damn wedding right, at this yeah. point. No, I'm not paying for you to go do fucking paint and wine. Yeah. Like... There's two other bridesmaids in this damn thing. They can pay for something. Yeah, and I think that was the issue that we, like, the bride didn't expect anything. She was like, I don't, I've never, she expected everything. She was like, I've never been in a wedding. Like, I don't know the expectation. I don't expect you to pay for me. Like, I'm very capable of paying for me. But we wanted to, like, be nice. And they just, it just was, it was very, like, me and the maid of honor. And and one other girl, one other girl did buy a very expensive dinner that we went to. And it was just one of those things where, we didn't talk about it before, and we probably should have mm-hmm. set up like a hey, like let's try and cover, let's try and cover. It wasn't like a you have to pay for everything that she buys, but oh, it was I'll, awkward. I'll never forget. So like, yeah, but this bride, she had been in the sister in law debut wedding, and so like the sister in law to be like I guess like had like everything lavishly paid for and everything like that, and so she took a real bickering to it. I'm like, then you fucking pay for it because you're the only one that has like a steady paying job where you're maid of honors. Yeah, she had two maid of honors. Me and this other girl, both of us did not like. Sh- th- we were both in school. Yeah, I'm like, what do you expect? And yeah. you paid the two brokers bitches to be your maid of honors. That's your own damn fault. Yeah, you should have picked these two other rich bitches because apparently working retail is not qualified enough for you literally one of the brides i'll never forget i'm like on this road trip to charlotte for this bachelorette trip right and this girl i'm sitting in the back seat and this new girl who i just now meet in and immediately upon meeting her i'm like "Mm, don't like you (laughs) and they're sitting up in the front seat talking about like this somebody they know and he was like yeah he works at like that one store i don't know he works in retail he's not like us and i'm like for starters y'all are both elementary school teachers in north fucking carolina y'all ain't hot shit y'all ain't making more money than me basically yeah. for starters so don't act like you up here living lavishly in a white collar no yeah. sit the fuck down also also y'all bitches don't make commission I can fucking make commission and still beat your asses and still kill you with the money game. So really, y'all ain't on my level <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. So sit the fuck back down. Yeah. Sit down. You are teachers. 
you don't make that much money. Not hating on teachers, just hating on these two bitches. Yeah. Just saying that. Just want to clarify that. <laughs> also, North Carolina, like, teachers don't make that much money, and I just want to clarify that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was just ridiculous. I'm like, no, like, you're not better than me because you have, like, a salary job. Yeah. Like... Yeah. And I, I hate that whole stigma around it. Yeah. Um, which is why I always appreciate people who, I guess, they come from a more working class family or they come from, or they've, ha- like, I don't know, like, they've, they understand the value of a dollar. Like, this girl, like, she did not. Like, her yeah. father tried to buy her love growing up and everything like that. And so she didn't have any student loans because her dad paid for everything, like, paid for all her college. Like, she didn't have to take out any loans or anything like that. And I'm like, yeah, you don't know the value of money. Yeah, no. You don't know the value of money at all. And so I, like, there's no commonality there. And I knew that was one reason why we were just apart as friends. And, like, she, I remember she, like, wanted to, like, after they got, she got married, she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, they didn't have kids. Yeah, she just wanted to quit her job. And her husband's like, no. Like, we Like, I need your help. Like, I don't make enough money for this to be a two, like, I get like a single income household like i don't make that much money and she just did not comprehend that i'm like yeah because she's spoiled like i'm an only child and i was spoiled but i know the value of a dollar mm-hmm. and i'm sorry like you're she's gonna have to learn this the hard way that's the only thing i think sometimes yeah. and they did not talk about money at all like they did not talk about anything like that they didn't talk about finances they did not talk they did not fight at, ever hardly it was just like you don't need to communicate yeah like well, it, money's it, a bit money's a big part of our everyday lives especially like it, when you're getting married it yeah. runs the world yeah so which is something it's so if you don't have that conversation before you get married then yeah. um good luck yeah that's all like, i gotta say i i don't understand how you can't have that conversation and if somebody's like if there's especially if they're spending your money like you're yeah. married and it's mm-hmm. like mm, like no like i'm not gonna like, tolerate that yeah and you just need to have that dialogue, and I think that it can be awkward. I mean, there's many times where someone's owed me money before, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Hey, hey I, I, I kind of need that. Kind of need that. I know, like, we're usually cool, but like, that was thirty dollars, and um, kind of broke my shit, and I I need to buy a new thing of it. So like, can you uh, give me that? I remember one time, like. This was back when I was, like, a freshman in college. Like, I was not working at all. Mm-hmm. This girl broke. It was it was something, like, it was a pot or pan or something. But I, I had, like, one like one pan. <laughs> and she broke it? She broke it. Like, the handle came off. And it was, it was like, Ikea. Like, it wasn't, yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't nice or anything like that. And, like, it took her forever. I was like, bitch, like, no, like, I have no money. I have fifty dollars in my account. Please, like I need, I, I need the thirteen dollars so I can go buy a new pants so I can cook. Or my just food. go buy it and bring it to me. Like I don't care. Like, just I don't care. You go to the dollar store and get me one. Like <laughs> I need the pan. I have ten dollars in my account right now. Like I just really need your help, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's awkward, but I think it's important to bring it up. And I think just talking about money and having that open dialogue is really handy. Much like your dream of having three kids and a horse one day, whether, like, you're on a date or with us with a friend, you don't need to come out and say your financial situation, like, on a first date. And you don't have to reveal your student debt on night one. You can, <laughs> but, I mean, they might run. Yeah, I they, should have. <laughs> they would turn around for me. Bye. <laughs> we know it's not comfortable and budgets aren't the best type of, like, dirty talk. <laughs> It's dirty, but it's not the best type. Yeah. And you need to get this over with. You need to know where 
both of you and your partner stand, I think. Like, we've made it pretty clear. Yeah. Talking about your dreams and your aspirational goals is the perfect segue to talking about your financial situation if you feel so desperately to. Um, You may find it's easier to start the conversation by sharing your own dreams or your own financial goals than it is to come right out and ask your partner about theirs. Before the wedding, before the big move-in, it's important to mention your timeline, your goals, and where this person you see fits into all of that. And then I think you can assess whether or not this is something you can see longevity to in your relationship and if you feel comfortable with them. Yeah. I think first you should talk about the small stuff, like whether or not dinner is going to fit in your budget for the day. Mm -hmm. And then as you begin to see your partner's view on the small things, then I think that's kind of when you can dive deeper in that conversation. Don't just talk about spending. You need to talk about like – how you and your partner both feel about investing or saving. If or they have a savings. If they have a savings, that is a big question. Millennials, ask that question. Yes. Please. Um, whether or not they like want to give to charity, um, how they are going to plan for retirement, all those questions, those nitty-gritty questions. And then I think you can decide whether or not you both have that same financial vision before you become too serious with that person because we all know that issues involving finances can easily be the root of disagreements and arguments, sometimes separations, and sometimes even divorce. So I believe our survival tip for this week would be when you're discussing your finances and your money with your significant other and how you like to handle money for the two of you, it's best to be respectful of the other person's possible like financial restrictions and how to determine a routine that would be comfortable for the both of you. And then you can figure out a way how to either save or splurge that little extra cash you got aside. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which will be linked below in the description. And also, please leave us a review on iTunes and give us a five-star rating. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you join us for our next journey. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.